Hi, my name is Jennifer Thorpe, and welcome to the Pure Social Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating, enlightening, and empowering others individually and collectively. As we grow and transform, we can impact lives positively and change our world. Hi, everyone. I am back. So excited to be with you all. I wanted to take a few moments to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. Um, For those of you who have been with me from the beginning, those of you who have just come on, I wanted to thank you for being a part of this journey and this ride with me. We have over 3000 downloads and the numbers have just been skyrocketing. I see people who have just come on. They're going back to some of the beginning episodes and it's just been an exciting time. It's been exciting. We've been in a couple of continents and um, I think we got one more to go, which has been amazing. It's I don't even have the words to describe. It's a good, overwhelming feeling. Um, It's a dream come true to be able to find content that encourages and inspires and uplifts people and educates. And it's been just a privilege and an honor. I'm so thankful for every individual who has come on, who has shared their story um, with all of us and who has just given up their time and their content um, and their gifts it's really, I, I cannot express enough just the honor and the privilege it's been. And this has been something that has been birthed um, and it's been in my heart for a while. And it's been um, just a time of courage to be able to constantly put myself out there and to bring others on. And I'm really excited about where we've been going. And so thank you. I am completely grateful. Um, and that's all I, I can go on and on. That could be my podcast, just thanking you. So, but I wanted to, we had a great um, speaker on le- last week. Um, Kyle Spears came on and we had a conversation about trauma in the church. And the conversation was able to go in many different directions. But one of the things that it really had me going back to, and I'm looking forward to having him back on and some follow-up conversations with that. I've had a lot of um, people reach out and people ask more questions. And so I want to thank you for that because you've given me questions to even ask for the next time I get to speak with him and some others who are going to come on. But it really got me thinking personally about interpersonal relationships. And so today uh, we're just going to go back into that toolbox um, because It is so important as human beings that our interpersonal relationships are healthy and that they're safe and that we have spaces where we can be vulnerable. I wanted to begin with a quote from Brene Brown. I'm actually going to say another quote from her as well. Um, She's someone who I truly do admire, and I think her work is very powerful and changes lives. And um, one of the things she says specifically about connection is, quote, I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. And those uh, words are very powerful to me. I think along the way, as we've been having so many conversations about trauma, conversations about who we are as individuals, that we are valued, it is so important to feel seen, to be heard, to be valued, to know it, and to be able to give and receive without judgment, without criticism, 
and to really have healthy relationships where there is sustenance and there is strength that comes from that. There's that's so empowering. And just, um, I just think about how it encourages the soul, I guess, is what comes to mind. I was thinking about Dr. Henry Cloud. He's done tons of research on relationships, on boundaries, on safety. Um, and one of the things he says, and I wanted to read this sentence. So this is, a, it's not a quote, but it is a sentence from his, one of his books um, about safe people. And he says, we were created for intimacy, to connect with someone, heart, soul, and mind. Intimacy occurs when we are open, vulnerable, and honest, for these qualities help us to be close to each other. You know, again, you're hearing some words that can, for some of us, can be a little scary when we talk about what it is to be um, intimate, to have intimate relationships, what it is to be open, vulnerable, and honest, and how those qualities help us to be close to one another. And I was thinking about that because so many of us, you know, whether you've experienced trauma in your life, all of us can relate to experiencing hurt. And each of us know what it is to be in a relationship, even a loving relationship, where we've gotten our feelings hurt and we've hurt someone else's feelings. But oftentimes when we don't heal, when we don't have healthy conversations that bring about resolution, um, that bring about peace and comfort, what can happen is, um, and especially when we don't heal from our past traumas or traumas that have happened recently, we can have unhealthy interpersonal relationships. And it can cause us, as we've heard the saying so many times, hurt people hurt people. And I know what it is to be in that space. Um, I know some of you listening know what it is to be in that space. And we so desperately desire healthy relationships. There is a freedom and a beauty that comes when we can recognize when someone is healthy, but more importantly, when we can be healthy and we can enjoy the fruits of interpersonal relationships that are healthy, that are safe, and that really do strengthen and encourage us. And so with that being said, I wanted to kind of be able to go into that toolbox and to just give a few pointers, a few tips that I've learned along the way, things that I've learned from people that I've, that I've admired and people who are in the field um, who um, have done great research and have evidence-based material that shows that the things that we talk about, for example, respect and dignity and self-worth, that these things really do have value and a great impact on our relationships, on our overall well-being, and not only in our interpersonal connection and intimacy, but also in the energy that we bring to those around us. And so this is such an important part of who we are in our humanness, and which is something that I know from speakers that we've been able to have on the podcast. Um, it's been beautiful to hear people go back to what it means to have our personhood and humanity and really valuing that in one another. So in order to have healthy relationships, there's two things that I just wanted to focus on today. Number one, being able to recognize who you can tell your story to, who you can share parts of you with, that, um, that maybe that have been hurt, that are afraid, that um, 
are risking, maybe you're on an adventure, maybe you're trying to fulfill your dream that you really want to be able to share with someone who is going to build you up and not tear you down. All of these things are not necessarily negative. There's positive, but we want to be able to have relationships that are able to have healthy interpersonal traits. And so with that being said, want you to be able to ask yourself in your toolbox to be able to recognize it's important in our toolbox, in our toolbox, (laughs) excuse me, that we're able to recognize people who have healthy interpersonal traits. So let's be able to take a few look at some healthy qualities, okay? Are you respected by that individual? Number one, are you respected by that individual? Do they respect you for the space that you are in? And what I mean by that, do they respect you when you're having a good time and you're well? And do they also respect you when maybe you're struggling? When you're having a hard time, do they respect when you need space, when you need time? Do they respect what you request of them? When you give a, when you say, this is what I need, if you have dared to say that, if you have taken that risk, do they respect that? Respect is such an important thing. It actually has um, a clear, more and more research shows that respect affects our brain development. It, it actually, once we are fully developed, it has an overall influence. More and more research is showing it has an influence on our um, relationship with shame. Um, it has a direct influence on how safe we even feel to be vulnerable. So being around respectful people is so key. And it's important. So in that first toolbox, you want to be able to be able to recognize, does this person respect you? And some of the things you can ask yourself is, do you have an equal relationship with them? Do you feel like you're in a parent-child relationship? You know, um, and thinking about that, you know, whether, you know, we just had the relationship with um, trauma in the church, we had that conversation. Do you feel like when someone's trying to help you that they're approaching you as your equal, they're approaching you, that we're both human and we're in this in the same, we're in the same walk together? Or do you feel like you're in a parent-child relationship? The same can be true, whether it's in your workplace or in your relationships um, in your singlehood. Do you find that people are respecting your your personhood, your adulthood? And those are things that are so important to understand. Again, do you feel like maybe you are, that they treat you like a kid? You know, those are some things to think about. Um, Do you find that these relationships, do they reflect stability? So that's another thing that's so important. Do they reflect stability or are they unstable, excuse me? Do they treat you one way based on their emotions? So are they focused on themselves and what they receive from the relationship? Or do they have a relationship with you where there is giving and where you're able to give and receive and they're able to give and receive? Do you feel, again, that equality? We're going to come back to that word equality. Do the, Going back to respect, I wanted to mention something um, that I think is so important. Um, Do they ask permission to share with you what they're thinking? Maybe you shared something vulnerable with them. 
Maybe you've taken some time to risk and to share a part of your story. Courage to do that. There's so many different things that come to mind when we share something about us that can be scary or something that we're trying to take a step out and be brave and do. Do they ask permission to give input? Do they ask you if you want to just sit? Maybe you don't want to, maybe you don't want to talk about it. This is something that we even talk about. Um, I love the book, Love and Respect. It's an excellent book on marriage relationships, but it's so good for just relationships in general. But asking permission, asking what is needed is another key thing. Do you have relationships such as that where they ask you what you need and not assume? And is it a relationship where there are, where there is apologies, where you're not being um, told sorry over and over again, but where you're actually seeing the person, yes, they're not going to be perfect. And yes, they may do something more than once, more than twice, but where you're actually seeing them really try to change it. They may even catch themselves and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm doing it again. And so with that, another thing is, are you able to see grace? Is there a graciousness in this interpersonal relationship? And that's so important because we are human and we do do things sometimes that sometimes we don't even understand, regardless of our age, regardless of our maturity. We each go through different things in life and we go through phases and stages and seasons. And so is there a grace there and a patience with one another that is necessary in order for there to be a healthy interpersonal relationship? And so those are just some things that I really wanted to be able to mention um, as we go into our toolbox and as we think about that. Something else that I wanted to share is that in our interpersonal relationships, being vulnerable in a safe place still takes a lot of courage. It is not easy. And so I wanted to give a couple of tools that I've learned when it comes to being vulnerable and some things that I so wish I knew when I was younger. But it's so wonderful. One of the things that I love that Brene Brown teaches, that even Dr. Henry Cloud teaches, um, many of the people who have come on the podcast have shared this, but choosing who you're vulnerable with is essential to your overall well-being. And why I say this is twofold. Okay. And so I'm going to read this other quote from Brene Brown again. I told you there was two from her. It says, when you shut down vulnerability, you shut down opportunity. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that quote. And there is something about when you open up vulnerability, okay? There's a couple of things that come with that that are very beautiful. When you're vulnerable, it gives you an opportunity to be able to release some things that are deep within you. And to be able to get that out into the open so that healing can take place, so that there can be recognition. Another key word, validity, that is a powerful word that many of us need to know that how we felt, what we thought in a situation, what we've gone through, whether it's been something that is difficult or traumatic, painful, or whether it's been something that has been scary in an exciting way or adventurous, whatever it may be, validity is so powerful. Having the opportunity to be open and to be able to share 
into a space where oftentimes we may not necessarily need the feedback, but to have that space can give us a freedom and can actually continue the process of healing and help us to gain other traits, insight, depth, maturity, etc. And so with that, going back to what I said, being vulnerable is so beautiful. And I think about that when you shut down vulnerability, you shut down opportunity. So again, going back to opening up vulnerability, you open up opportunity. But who we are vulnerable with, okay? So we looked a little bit about people. We wanna make sure that for us, it's that twofold. Vulnerability has a benefit to us. Vulnerability actually helps us with our cardiovascular system, our nervous system. You know, these are some of the things that research institutes are telling us. It's very powerful. It actually helps us with our peace and our tranquility. But we have to have discernment because if you are vulnerable with someone and you risk with someone or you share a detail about your life with someone who is not trustworthy, who is not safe, then there can lead to a missed opportunity where there is regret, where there can be, instead of feeling grace, you can feel shame. You can feel self-doubt and it can hurt your value and your self-worth. And so having the proper lens on who you share with is so key. You know, um, telling our story is very powerful. Telling parts of who we are is so, um, it's beautiful in so many ways. But again, who we share that with is very key. In sharing, again, once you put it out there, now someone has an opportunity to do something with that information. And so you want, to know that you're sharing your story with someone who's not going to gossip about you, who's not going to use your information as ammo, not going to use it against you. There's nothing worse than being in relationships with your friends, with family members, your partners, your marriage, your children, and you share something vulnerable and that thing comes back at you with like a pie in a face. It's hurtful, it's painful, and it can be very damaging And it can lead to a lot of other missed opportunities for you sharing vulnerably again. And there's nothing sadder than when we lose our voice. Um, I know that's something that I um, have been so grateful to be able to find my voice over the years. And I know so many of us um, from people who have shared with me indirectly, whether it's been through text or reaching out just even about the podcast, I've had so many different people share about their voice. And I really do look forward to having someone come on and share even more about that um, from a clinical perspective, because um, there's so much to be learned and encouraged by that. But with that being said, you know, again, those tools being able to have discernment. Why is this so important? Well, because it helps you be resilient. It helps you overcome. It helps you to be able to process. You know, these are the things that aren't just coming from words, don't come from fancy quotes. These are gifts that come literally Um, Well, I believe we're designed for these things. Um, I believe a lot of these things are gifts from God. That's my own personal belief. But what research is showing more and more that these are things that can help us heal and have overall a healthy well-being and healthy 
relationships and our interpersonal relationships and also in our dynamics as we come in contact with others and in our community. And so resilience is such a beautiful gift that can come from that. And so again, having the wisdom to be able to choose who is safe for you to share with because those interpersonal relationships are important. And if you find yourself in relationships where there is control, where there is abuse, where there is a lack of respect for you, a lack of respect for your personhood, where there is no dignity shown, no empathy shown, where you are not asked permission, then it is time for you to reconsider is that relationship a healthy one that fosters the type of connection that we so desperately need as human beings. And so you want to be able to have discernment. That's such an important part of your toolbox, that wisdom. Who do I share my story with? And then once you share that story, hopefully you're able to experience, again, just the fruit and the abundance of what it is to have the opportunity to heal, to connect, to have a relationship that is strengthened, that is even more bonded, bonded by your vulnerability, and that, you're, and that those individuals are able to share with you as well and be bonded with you as well. There's nothing like going through life and experiencing a journey with someone with you, having people with you to be able to walk with you and to experience life with you, to embrace it with you and to encourage you, especially when it becomes difficult. And so I just wanted to encourage you all with that. Just to, I just wanted to take a few moments of your time and to just really thank you again for your continued support and for you coming along on this journey with me. Again, I've been so excited, um, not just to be able to have listeners, um, not just in my region of the world on the East Coast, but to have people all throughout the US and in other parts of the world. I literally was excited. I told my sound engineer, I spoke to someone from Zambia and I was just so excited about that. And um, I've been able to connect with people in different parts of the world, not just through this podcast, but literally in conversation. And so it's been a sweet blessing. And again, I wanted to come on because I know as we've been getting so much, so much, so much um, information and encouragement as different people have come on, I wanted to just take a full, few moments of your time to say, um, choose your interpersonal relationships wisely and to be able to recognize what are healthy traits versus unhealthy traits and to be able to share your story so that um, you're able to continue the process of healing. You know, this is really simple. I don't even know who said that. And it's funny. I think about, um, and it, and it doesn't say, so I apologize if you know this quote and who's there, but it says, it's not where you walk, it's who walks with you. I, I want to just leave us with that because so many of us in the middle stages of where we're, where our journey is and where our processing is, we may not know where we are. We may not understand what's going on. And Sometimes, sadly, we have people try to tell us why we're going through what we're going through, especially at some of the hardest points in our life. And a lot of times, truth be told, we just don't know. And some of us will get that answer later on in life and we'll be like, wow, I, I see clearly why I was experiencing this. And others of us, we may not ever get it. 
but there is something about not where you walk, but who walks with you. And my hope and my desire is that you have people who walk with you, who are healthy, who respect you, who ask for permission, who show you empathy, give you the grace that you need so that you in turn can have the opportunity to be able to also be a part of that relationship and give all those things and more back in return. Thank you so much for your continued support, everyone. It's been a blast and I look forward to being with you all next week. I hope today's podcast was thought provoking and helpful. If you want more information, be sure to visit my website, thepuresocialblog.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter and follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Also, I would love to hear about what resonates with you and what may have inspired you. Please leave a review and spread the word about this podcast. Thank you.